Take BYU Radio on the go with our new app. Or download episodes using your favorite podcast platform. In Utah, listen at 89.1 KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. Or at 107.9 KUMT Randolph-Ogden Salt Lake Provo. And nationally on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU Radio. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, April 29th, NFL Draft Day. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who is celebrating like it's Christmas Day, Jerem Jordan. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson is going to go to the Jets. Uh, we'll talk about a couple angles on that, of course. And uh, then we'll see how many Cougars get picked this weekend. It's, it's going to be fun, man. My Seahawks have three picks total and don't have one until the third round. So I have no personal vested interest uh, in the Seahawks' lack of picks the next two rounds. But it'll be fun to see Zach Rice go second. Only three draft picks for mm-hmm. the Seahawks. And yeah. it turns out both of your favorite quarterbacks in the NFL have the same last name now. That's exactly that's exactly right. Here's your show lineup on Draft Day 2021 in the NFL. Which hey, so I still love you. likely reality evokes a stronger emotion? Zach Wilson as the number two overall pick or the idea of him going to the New York Jets? Zach Wilson will join us to discuss embracing the New York media if it comes to that and what his emotional roller coaster has been like this week. Plus, game day for the Batcats and a Zach Wilson bingo board for the ages. Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Today's the day. The NFL Draft's first round is tonight, 8 Eastern on uh, ESPN, ABC, and the NFL Network in Cleveland. Zach Wilson has his family, his uh, high school coach, Eric Kerr, as well as BYU coaches Kalani Satake and Roderick, and Fessy Satake with him. We will hear from Zach coming up. BYU football and their locker room renovations are underway in the student athletic building. First major renovation since all the way back in 2004. It's been a long time coming. When the building first opened, construction of the 75-yard-long locker room that was originally patterned after the Philadelphia Eagles will be completed later this summer. This is great news for BYU football. Long overdue. Long overdue, so that's great. And they pull from money that was endowed for it. So it's not like the 20 mil that was raised or whatever goes towards that. But, yeah, long overdue. Very exciting. It's been 17 years. BYU Baseball opens a three-game home series against St. Mary's tonight, 8 Eastern on the BYU TV app, BYU Radio 107-FM. Uh, seven at 107.9 FM and the BYU Cougars app. Cougars are 11-1 all-time against the Gales at home. That's pretty good. 13th-seeded BYU women's soccer now knows their opponent in the NCAA tournament. They will take on traditional power Virginia this Saturday, 3 Eastern in the second round of the tournament. Virginia beat Southern Illinois University Edwardsville 3-1 in the first round yesterday. BYU's last tournament appearance in 2019 they went to the quarterfinals, losing to number one and eventual national champion Stanford. This marks the 21st tournament appearance, appearance rather in 25 seasons. You can listen to the game on BYU Sports Network and the app. Yeah, fun uh, send-off this morning at about 7.30 a.m. Uh, outside the uh, IPF. Pretty fun stuff. Men's golf begins competition in the West Coast Conference Championships today in Henderson, Nevada. NCAA Division I Women's Golf Committee has selected Alicia May Mateo as the third individual to compete 
In the Stanford Regional, May 10th through the 12th, she's playing at the highest level. WCC Player of the Year. Well done, Alicia. One of six individuals selected to compete overall. Top three finishers will move on to compete at Nationals. And Mateo is taking after our friend and BYU Sports Nation participant Rose Huang, who recently uh, participated in the regional. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. An historic draft day for BYU football and quarterback Zach Wilson. We have documented again and again that he is likely to become the highest draft pick in BYU football history at number two overall to the New York Jets, headlining a class that we hope features as many as five or even six draft picks for BYU. However, Jerem, the idea that Zach is going to play for the Jets is causing a lot of concern for several BYU fans. So I ask you, what sparks a stronger overall emotion, the history behind Zach Wilson being drafted number two overall, or Zach Wilson playing for the oft-struggling New York Jets? It's two, uh, well, two things. One, Second pick's amazing. Like, if he's top four, he's the highest-drafted Cougar ever. It would have been Steve Young to the Bengals in 84, but Steve went to the USFL, as we found last week. Um, It's Zach Wilson being drafted by the Jets. We want Zach Wilson to succeed. Like, it doesn't matter what pick you are if you're good. Like, in the end, you don't remember what number the guy was was drafted, just that he was good, right? It's part of the story, but it's not like the first thing you mentioned. So... Zach Wilson being drafted by the Jets. Yes, there is legit concern there because he's going to have to overcome a lot of uh, bad history. But we hope that it's different with the new group. It's not like there haven't been new groups that have come in and tried this before with the Jets, unsuccessfully. In fact, there have been many. But uh, hopefully this one uh, turns it around. I don't even know how to quantify that. Like, Does he have to like win a playoff game or something? We'll, we'll discuss that later. But it is being drafted by the Jets. In fact... We've had a couple different opinions this week that have been great to hear on both sides of the coin. Let's start with the one uh, from John Beck, where he feels like this could be a good situation. I think that he's walking into a situation where it's going to be a really, really strong support group that is going to do everything they possibly can. I don't see this as being something where six months down the road, every single person that picked him is gone from the building. You know, the experience I had, the more that I've lived my life, I've seen just how rare and unfortunate that was, and that's life. I don't think that Zach's is going to be even close to that because also the people in that room, I've had talks with them, and they know this is what we have to do for him. This is how we have to help build him. So I see it playing out completely different for Zach. And that's the hope. That's the hope is that it goes really well, right? But there's no guarantee it will. And there is another opinion featuring Dennis Pitta who gave us his thoughts on Zach Wilson likely going to the New York Jets. Uh, I would be concerned. (laughs) I mean, this is last year. The 2020 Jets were arguably one of the worst football teams in the history of the NFL. There was numerous polls that had them ranked right there with some of the worst teams. I mean, you think of the Lions when they went 0-16 and a handful of other teams that are just awful teams. I mean, that's what he's inheriting. He's inheriting a roster that's not very good. Okay. And I appreciate that take because it's not all uh, you know flowers and sunshine here. Those yeah. are the opposite ends of the spectrum. And Dennis's take is probably closer to the truth given the history than John's. John's an optimistic dude. Dennis is br- make, keeping it real. Let's hope Zach Wilson's good because if he's not, that, you know, that, this, can, this can reflect poorly on BYU if it doesn't work out really well. You know, 
Um, hopefully, Zach does well, and we have full confidence that he's going to do his best. Now, wait a second. Does it reflect poorly on USC that Sam Darnold didn't work out in New York? Well, BYU has to overcome things that USC does not. Like, because they have a litany of guys that come out, so they can, like, overcome a bump in the road. But if, if uh, Zach Wilson is, quote-unquote, a bust later, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I guess small school thing compared to Justin Fields and Ohio State or whatever. There's there's uh, more riding on Zach Wilson than maybe we think. Hopefully he's great. Hopefully the Jets turn it around and they're at least decent. You know the uh, the Patriots aren't what the Patriots were, but the Bills are better. So yeah, and I, I'm stoked, but I do have pause and concern about the whole Jets thing. The stronger emotion for me, given that this is historic for BYU football, and I look at the long list of the quarterback factory between Gifford Nielsen. Mark Wilson, Jim McMahon, Robbie Bosco, Ty Detmer, Taysom Hills being thrown into this mix now because he's an NFL guy. Steve Young, obviously. None of those guys were drafted as high as Zach Wilson is going to be drafted tonight. So for me, I am making a calculated move to focus on the fact that it is historic and not let the emotions of or fear of, oh, no, what if it doesn't work out with the New York Jets take over and just enjoy the moment I will enjoy the moment as well. And just wait. I'm not saying you won't. I'm telling you, this is how I've categorized it and like compartmentalized this whole thing in my mind is, okay, until it's bad, I'm not going to worry about it potentially being bad. Like right now, it's about number two overall, highest draft pick in BYU football history, epic season. He's the darling of so many different companies across the United States now. He's a poster boy. Uh... He's the the kid next door that worked hard. Just compartmentalizing all of that. (laughs) Corner Canyon. Well, (laughs) he could still be a nice kid next door, and I think that he is, even though he comes from... But Corner Canyon ain't the kid next door thing, but yeah, okay. His personality is such that he's a very approachable megastar. That's not always the case for guys that are going number two overall in the draft, and for that matter, Trevor Lawrence is that way, too. This is a unique yeah, number one, that, number two situation. And that's nice. I just wanted to be a good quarterback. You know, like It's cool if the guy's nice. Great. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Russell and, Wilson is a uh, prime example of that. Yeah, and I prefer – yeah, if he throws touchdowns, great. I just don't you know, violate the law, I guess. With, with the Jets, to me, it's bad until it's good, given the history. Like, okay, Zach's going to have to overcome that history. Yes, and this is and a it, fundamental it, core principle of who you are and who I am and, you, and maybe who John Beck is and who Dennis Pitt is. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, this is, yes, this is a great day. This is exciting. But he's got to overcome the Jets, and I hope he does. Yeah, so I, I, have to, I feel like I have to compartmentalize so that I can enjoy the moment because you can quickly fall into the idea that, oh, man, what a – what a terrible reality for Zach Wilson. He plays out of his mind this year, and he has to go to the Jets. And I feel like the majority of BYU fans are leaning that way. Yes. Can he go it, to anybody but, but the Jets? Any team besides the Jets. Um, so well, Not any team, but yes. <laughs> like, no Lions, no – yeah, there's a bunch. Let's just – for me, no, I want to celebrate – the number two historic pick for BYU football that yeah. no great quarterback has ever accomplished. This is, this is an all-time moment for BYU football. So I'm not going to let the potential poison of the Jets and the negativity there it, it, seep in and ruin well, this day. It doesn't have to be negativity. It can just be a fair question. 
but it's all centered on negativity of the Jets. Like, it is what it is. So I am choosing I, I choose to, to just focus on number two. moments differently than you. Like, like, Dennis, bring that up is not negative. To me, it's a fair question. Like, mm, you know what? They've had a tough pass. He's got to overcome it. I categorize is Zach Wilson inheriting the yeah. 2020 Jets, or is he inheriting the 2021 Jets? I feel like those can be two entirely different things. They can, but they're not entirely. They're very connected. It's like a very similar roster. Well, even so you said, even you said, things can change a lot from one year to the next. Absolutely. Look at BYU football. You th- <laughs> yes, but do you think the Jets are going to go from two wins to? It's 10 the NFL. Wins? It's parody. No, but I can see the Jets going not from two wins. Rook- I can, I can see the Jets That's going from tough. two wins to six wins, and that would be a major step in the right direction, relatively speaking. Yes. In the NFL, with how much yes. parity there is, still not in the playoffs. You win six games. Does it have to be the playoffs in year one? No, it's not going to be. But going that, from that two wins and what Dennis called one of the worst worst teams in NFL history, if that team goes from two wins to six wins, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So why can't it? Why can't it be something like that? Is anybody thinking that the Jets are going to all of a sudden be a a five hundred or better team in one year with a rookie quarterback? No, after everything that's not what through? I'm saying. Right. Yeah. But I think that they can take a step in the right direction. I, I think the 2020 Jets yeah. are an entirely different scenario than the 2021 version will be because of that's, the head coach, that's what general we, manager that's, bringing in a new head coach. That's what we hope. Quarterback yeah. trying to put people around him. Like, it's a rebuilding effort for sure. But are we, are we already determining that Zach Wilson is going to be, he's, no matter how good he is, it's, he's headed for the quarterback graveyard because that's what the Jets are. I don't think that that's fair to Zach or to the Jets. I'm, and I'm not couching it that way. Sure. But a lot of people are. A lot of people are saying, okay. like, he's going to die his quarterback death in the quarterback graveyard of the New York Jets. They're the new Cleveland Browns. That is a possibility. They're the new Cleveland Browns. And that is a possibility. I hope it doesn't happen. All right. Our question of the day. Are you more excited about Zach Wilson being drafted number two overall or worried that he's being drafted by the New York Jets. Let's hear from you, BYU Sports Nation, in Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Lisa Welch answers on Twitter, more excited, incredible that he'll go second and have an opportunity to turn the franchise around. Yes, the Jets have a bad history, but I got to believe this is the turning point with a new coach, relatively new general manager, etc., this isn't the first time they've had a new coach or a new GM, historically. I just want to point that no, out. No, but they're bringing somebody from the San Francisco 49ers, which is from a culture that the Jets have not had Do we the think privilege of having the in the recent past. the first time they felt like they pulled from someone with success? No. But hopefully, yes, hopefully he turns it around. I would really prefer if he goes three to the Niners, but it's not going to happen. That would be just, mm, plug and play, and let's go. That's some real opportunity for success. Karen Taylor Bambus answers on Facebook. Definitely worried about the quarterback graveyard, <laughs> otherwise known as the Jets. Hard to do a great job when you have no offensive line to protect you. Yeah, hopefully they get a good lower line. And maybe that's tonight. They've the got an all-pro left tackle protecting Zach Wilson's blind side. So at least they have that going for him. That's great. Keep it going. That guy didn't protect Sam Darnold enough, I guess, last year. Well, the rest of the offensive line didn't protect <laughs> Sam Darnold. Yeah. Maybe he got hit from the front side? Uh-huh. The blind side? Okay, coming up, how many times could you sign something before tapping out? And Zach Wilson, on draft day, is going to join us to go through his wide-ranging emotions as he approaches one of the biggest days of his life. And has he really embraced the idea of the New York media? This is BYU Sports Nation.
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Cole Gamble and BYU Baseball begins the series tonight, St. Mary's, three-game series. Watch the game at 8 Eastern on the BYU TV app, BYU Radio 107.9 FM, and the BYU Cougars app. We are live in Studio B on draft day with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. History going to be made tonight. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Today, again, is the day. Zach Wilson will hear Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, call his name. Earlier this week, we spoke with Zach during his path to the NFL draft on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Zach, an incredibly exciting week for you, and that's putting it in an understated format. But what's the plan for you in your direct participation in the NFL draft, and who's going with you? Yeah, we got all the family. You know, I'm super excited to go out there. So, so my family is going to head out, and uh, you know, we're going to have Coach Polani, Coach Festi, and, and Coach Arod. You know, coming out with us. My high school head coach, Coach Care, uh, my girlfriend, of course. You know, it's going to be a, an exciting time. Uh, my agents, of course, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a, a surreal, awesome feeling. What have they told you about how this is going to go versus, say, a regular year um, with with COVID and whatnot? Yeah, you know, I think we're going to be in a cubicle, so it's going to be a little bit different in that aspect. We're going to be uh, kind of uh, pushed off to the side a little bit uh, as far as just being away from other people. But uh, I think we get to take masks off, you know, once we're in that area. And, um, you know, I think there's going to be less fans there in normal years. Uh, you know, obviously some COVID restrictions as far as we got to test uh, once we get there. And, um, you know, I guess we'll see, you know, kind of kind of how else it's different. You know, I don't know what a normal year is like. This is my first time going, on, so it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Zach, what made you want to join the festivities in person? Because you were given some options. So what was it that pushed you and your family and your, your posse to go to Cleveland for this? Yeah, we were able to get a couple, a couple more invites. Um, you know, at first, it was like my family plus one. And, and you know, I wanted to be able to share this experience uh, with a couple more people. And uh, So we thought we could you know, kind of do a little bit of both, be able to go and uh, you know, do this thing with uh, – with the draft in person and then also do something maybe Saturday night, you know, a couple of days after with friends and family coming by the house, you know, stuff like that. So uh, we felt like we'd be kind of, kind of able to experience both sides of it. Uh, so that was kind of really why we decided to go. Hey, no pressure, but like that video was played for a long time, right? So have you thought about who you're going to hit up first among your family and friends and then how you're going to dap up Roger Goodell? I don't know. I need to watch some videos on like how people do it because I need to figure out the right way. Don't approach him up there on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some interesting things to think about for sure. Zach Wilson with us on BYU Sports Nation. What's the wardrobe selection for one of the biggest nights of your life? Yeah, we got a nice custom suit. Um, you know, you're gonna have to wait to see. You know, it's gonna be Ooh. exciting. We're gonna to, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. You know, I, mean, I was excited going out there and picking it out. I actually went out to California to go get it, and so uh, it was exciting. I, mean, I can't wait. You can't get away from going to California, I guess, right? It's part of your story. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you, last week when we talked, you said, listen, it could be any team. You never know what's going to have on draft day. Have you embraced the idea of the Jets? Um, or are you still kind of waiting until the day and when, when they call it? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm honestly open to any, anything that happens, you know, and I think that's what's so cool is, you know, you have this impression about what teams you want to go to, what teams you don't. But, but seriously, in the situation that I'm in, you know, it's, I'm just honestly grateful and thankful to be here. You know, last year, looking back on everything that I've gone through, you know, I would, I would have dreamed, you know, I couldn't have dreamed 
be a, to be in a better situation than, than I am now. And so I, I'm honestly excited to go to any team that picks me, you know, no matter what their record was last year, you know, no matter uh, how many wins or losses that they've had, you know, I think, I think it's going to be great no matter where I go. I think I've had amazing experiences with every coaching, coaching staff. And I think, you know, the crazy part is you see teams that struggled, you know, two years ago that no one wanted to go to that are also, you know, in the playoffs now doing it, doing an amazing job with a new staff and doing some really good things. So I'm honestly excited for whatever the future has uh, in store for me because, you know, you really never know, uh, you know, what the best is to come because everyone always wants to go what's, what's great now, but you never know in the future what it can be. And you've talked about how when you came to BYU, BYU was 4-9. and nine. So should it be the Jets? Uh, you know, there's a similar situation there where, yes, 10 to 15 years ago, they made a couple of AFC title games and, and had some success. Obviously, there's history there. That's good. But it's been interesting, Zach, this week to talk to Dennis Pitta and John Beck about the New York Jets and their experience with different individuals there in the NFL. And, and Dennis is saying, listen, there's some work to do there for sure. And John Beck was confident about the new people involved with the Jets, should it be the Jets, of course. So um, there's an opportunity, like you said. So what, what has John Beck said? What has your dad said in terms of, if it is the Jets, how you approach that opportunity to resurrect that team? Yeah, well, you, you approach it like it's, if it's any other team that's going to take me. I'm going to give it everything I have. I'm going to do everything I can to, to take full advantage of the opportunity to show that you know, I deserve to be a second, third, or fourth overall pick and that I'm able to, you know, go in there and make an early difference. You know, if you're going that high in the draft, you know, you're going to have to go in there and play. And so, uh, you know, no matter where I go, I'm going to go in there and make sure I just give it my all. And I, and I, you know, try and become as close as I can with all the guys around me in the locker room and the coaches and, and, and do whatever I can to, to you know, follow their plan and their guideline of, of what they're trying to take this team to be in a couple of years. And, uh, you know, I'm honestly just excited to be in this situation because no matter what, you know, it's such a good problem to have. and uh, It's all going to work out for the best no matter what happens. Zach Wilson on his path to the NFL draft, part of our BYU Sports Nation coverage. This has essentially been a lifelong dream for you, Zach, to become a professional athlete. When was the first time you can remember thinking, yep, I want to do that and I'm going to do whatever it takes to become a pro athlete? Yeah, I, I can think back to when I was, you know, seven, eight years old and I first started playing little league football. Uh, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to be in this position, uh, you know, but I always kind of looked at, at the goals as, as smaller goals, you know, being able to, you know, start on the high school team first and then dominate at the high school level, then get to college and then, you know, dominating college. And, and now it's like this, this dream that I've had since I was little is finally coming true. And uh, I, I really think it's just another step, you know, now you gotta, you gotta take advantage of it, you know, cause if things don't go right now, you know, I don't want any regrets in my life. And so I want to be able to say, I gave it everything I had. Steve Berline, former quarterback in the NFL compared you to Joe Montana this week. So another flattering one, right? Uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and now Joe Montana, perhaps the cool, calm, collected nature that you have in the pocket. Um, tell us about what it's like being in the pocket and how you've sort of learned to, to calm down and be able to make the right throw in that situation. Yeah. Well, I think in those situations, you just got to learn how to, how to feel guys around you and then just be able to say like, you know what, right where I'm standing, is just enough space. And, you know, I don't got time to, to move and try and get out of here, but I know if I get this ball out of my hands right now, you know, I can get rid of it before I get hit. And so you kind of have a good sense of feel of, of timing, understanding if you can throw a ball before getting hit or if you got to try and escape. And so that, you know, that's obviously something every NFL guy is working on. Uh, it's hard, you know, to be able to feel guys about to hit you and, and you got to stand there and make a throw, you know, and I think that's what separates the, the best of the best um, is being able to do that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's something I'm still working on. I'm going to keep trying to get better at it. 
Zach, you've won a bunch of games in your different levels of football, Little League, high school football, most recently dominated in your junior season at BYU 11-1. and The NFL is full of parody, and week to week it can just deliver some epic highs and really low lows. So how do you plan on handling that emotional spectrum when you get into a different league where it's any given week? Yeah, just understanding this is what I signed up for, you know, ever since I was a little kid and I got to college, you know, this is what you sign up for being a professional quarterback or a collegiate quarterback. Uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to have adversity. People are going to say they, they hate you as a quarterback and that there's going to be a lot of ups and downs and you're not always going to be perfect. And I think you just have to understand that and, and be able to just know that, you know, I got to keep getting better and, and working and, 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 you know, just listen to the people in my small circle and, and just doing the best I can, you know, cause honestly, at the end of the day, this is, this is such a great, you know, I'm so grateful to just be in this oper- in, in this situation. Uh, you know, not a lot of people can even say that they have the chance to go in the top five of, of the NFL draft. So seriously, you know, I've, I've achieved a lot um, already up to this point. You know, I can't wait to take it to the next step and try and do more. But I think you just have to realize that life is great. You know, <laughs> there's not a lot of people that are in this situation. And uh, fans, you know, they, they obviously don't know what they're talking about most of the time. But, uh, you know, that's what makes the game exciting. <laughs> Listen, we don't know what we're talking about either, uh, but it's, it's all good. Walk us through draft day through the weekend, what the, the schedule will be like for you. Yeah, so I think we're going to head out to Cleveland tomorrow. We'll get there you know, tomorrow night. We'll do some stuff. We'll go get dinner, uh, hang out, and you know, probably check out the city a little bit. I think Thursday morning we're going to do some, some – uh, you know, the draft prospects will get together, do some uh, some – I'm sure it's just like an intro to what the NFL draft is like, the schedule for the day. We'll go get breakfast, uh, hang out, and uh, probably check it out. And then I'm sure I'm sure we got to report there pretty early, get over there and, and start hanging out at the at the draft scene and, and checking it out. And uh, kind of how it works is, you know, right after the pick, you head in the back with the in the green room, and, and you're going to be doing all sorts of uh, media interviews and and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, the very next morning, you'll fly out to whatever team picks you, and, and you'll you know check out there their spot and in the facility and, and hang out with the coaches. And then you're going to do their portion of interviews and all that kind of stuff. And then I think I'll be back by Saturday morning. I would hop on a flight to come back. So it's only about a day. I'd be out there uh, with every team, with whatever team picks me. Zach, you've made it very clear. You want to be in the moment. You want to enjoy this to the full extent. Is there any part of this draft process that still kind of makes you feel anxious or even nervous at this point? Yeah, no doubt. I think, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say nervous. I would say a little anxious. You know, I really want to just know, yeah, I I really just want to get going. I think that's the biggest thing I'm anxious about is like, I want to start learning the offense. I want to start, you know, meeting my teammates. I want to start getting settled in this, in in a routine. You know, I think that's the craziest part right now is we're so up and down. Every day is different. You know, we're trying to just do what we can, but I love, you know, being in a routine. So, you know, the second we get picked and we head out to our team and we start getting into camps and stuff, you know, that's when things just get smooth and, and uh, we start getting into it. So it's going to be a lot of fun and, and honestly, I'm just trying to soak up every single moment, you know, because this is going to be uh, something I remember for the rest of my life. And, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm honestly just, you know, so so happy to be here. You know, like I've said a lot, I'm just I'm super pumped. Tell me the logistics of what your phone usage is like right now. Is your phone? Are you getting a million texts a day? Are you getting a ton of calls? Do you have a second phone? Do you just? It all goes to voicemail. Like, walk me through the logistics of that. Yeah, you know, it's busy. I got a lot of people pulling me in every direction. You know, I try and make sure I manage my time and manage the things I need to get done. And uh, my dad actually does a great job of handling a lot for me. And he, 
he'll actually, you know, take a lot of my phone calls. He'll make sure people go through him and he kind of, you know, filters out the things that I need to need to hear right away and the things that I can wait on a little bit. So he does a great job of, of handling a lot of that stuff for me and, and keeping my life, you know, simple and easy. And, um, you know, I think that's what you need is someone that can help you, you know, filter out the distractions and, uh, he does a great job with it. I'm actually getting a second phone. I think today, nice. uh, doing a deal with, uh, part of the draft thing I'm doing a deal with Verizon. And so I'm actually getting two phones from them. And so I'm not sure what to do with the other one yet, but maybe one's a business <laughs> phone. You've hit the big time when you have yeah, two phones. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's and true. How's how's mom, uh, Lisa, handling all this? Oh, she's having a blast. You know, she's she's been uh, we've been doing some stuff in our basement. You know, decorating the basement, getting it, getting it with all this BYU stuff down there, and uh, getting rid of some of my dad's Utah stuff. You know, keep a little bit of it, but mostly BYU now. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, Zach. And uh, right, she's having a blast though. She's 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 enjoying the whole process. Uh, she posted a video of you on Instagram playing virtual ping pong with somebody in South Korea, which is hilarious yeah. and super cool. Did you win? I did win. Yeah, I did win. I uh, I love ping pong, and it's crazy how real those virtual those uh, VR games are because you know they're they're a lot of fun. I had no idea. You know, actually, Michael Pittman when I was out in California and Des- Desmond Patton, two of my buddies out there. Uh, talked me into buying one and i'm like i'm not gonna buy that you know those things are expensive video game i don't play video games but they're a lot of fun you know i'll be i'll be boxing or golfing and and i'm like full-on sweating in the kitchen you know making a playing all these games and it's a blast i'm trying to figure out how to get some of my buddies the same one so we can play together okay you're well you've already become this with the sponsorships whatnot but you're about to become very wealthy zach um have you thought about the first big purchase for yourself or maybe you've already made it? Yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to have a good surprise, you know, for my mom, uh, on Instagram or social media. Eventually I'm sure okay. we'll see something there. And then, you know, I want to get a Tesla. That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's the car I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate driving. I love to be able to just, you know, kick that thing in, uh, in autopilot, yep. be able to just cruise down. Uh, you know, that'll be, I don't think the new one comes out for a, for a month or so, so that'll be a little bit till that new one comes out, but I would love to get get one of those. Fantastic. Hey, between a Tesla and virtual ping pong, uh, that should keep you pretty busy aside from all your football responsibilities, right? Exactly. It'll keep me busy. Zach, good luck with the celebratory chaos that I'm sure will ensue in a couple of days in Cleveland. We obviously are very thrilled for you. We'll be watching closely, and it's been so much fun to talk to you through this part of your journey up to the draft. Thanks again for the time, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's been exciting. You got it. Zach Wilson. On the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, Deseret First, you know why we show how. He's ready, man. He's ready to go. He's prepared a long time for this. And, you know, I wonder what the reception overall will be from New York Jets fans because they've had such a long time to kind of – focus on this it hasn't it's not like this secret you know that yeah. it's, it's been a month or longer that they've really thought okay the Jets are going to draft Zach Wilson so when it finally becomes official how will they react or have they already all reacted and now it's just kind of like an accepted fact I'm interested to hear if they're typical or not because they're pessimistic fans they're you know hey we're the Jets we're not very good so we'll, we'll see what happens with uh with that hopefully again hopefully there's like Zach you know Bucks the trend, and all of a sudden the Jets are good in a couple of years, and it's awesome. But there's some work ahead there. Give him three there's years. Some work ahead. Give him know. three years. Yeah. Okay, coming up, who will Zach Wilson hug first? Draft day prop picks are later.
Plus, in the spirit of a locker room upgrade at BYU, what's the next facility upgrade you would like to see in Provo? Don't forget your draft day bingo board as well. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. On the latest BYU Sports Nation right now, an episode full of NFL Draft prospects and a whole lot of love for Sean Olmstead. Check it out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That is Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it on draft day. Cougar Whip Around, presented by Visible Supply Chain Management, tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. Who would be in your NFL Draft entourage if you were a first-round pick? Well, of course, my BYU Sports Nation crew, right? Wait. Jerem Jordan, Ben Bagley, Jason Shepard, among others. My mom, uh, my brother Trevor. I'm not sure if I'd bring all my siblings. I'm just kidding. I'd bring all my siblings. It's a big family, though, so I kind of feel like I'm Zach Wilson in that like, way. But it's siblings, but no nieces and nephews. Yeah, like, they nope, can't get nope, everybody in. Nope. It's so kind of the same situation I had when I got married. I couldn't have everybody there with me. It had to be just like a select group of people yep, because yep. the family's too big. Yep. So, yeah, how about you? I would have fam. I would have uh, the BYU boys. You know who you are. Uh, and I would, I would have Mark Pope there, just randomly. <laughs> and then uh, I would have the Burger King, <laughs> like the guy yeah. in the costume. If I had to pick a coach at BYU to take with me, I'd have Jeff Judkins there. Good job, man. He, he's my biggest cheerleader. I love he's, Jeff Judkins. He's, he's the biggest cheerleader I've ever seen. <laughs> I love it. He's the tallest one. The Onion put out the following as a fake Zach Wilson draft breakdown, and I quote, An instinctual quarterback who thrives out of the pocket. Wilson could make a real difference for an NFL squad after he gets back from his Latter-day Saints mission trip in 2023. Well played, The Onion. But in reality, Jerem, would there ever be a time a BYU athlete is drafted, then serves a mission before going pro? No, that will never happen. Uh, I mean... Rights are retained for a single year, so they can never I'm recalling that Tanner Chauncey experienced this for BYU baseball, well, where he technically was drafted into the major leagues. This has happened with a lot of BYU baseball right. players. Previously. But that 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 doesn't really count. The closest it's thing I can think of one year rights, yeah. is Sean Bradley, who played one year at BYU, went on his mission, and then he just was, went right to the draft. He was drafted like Right after he came home or at the end of so his mission? So that's kind of the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. You don't play Similar. any... You're just drafted right off of your mission? Yeah. Without playing again in college? Like, that's the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. So, But I don't think it would ever happen how we outlined it. Zach's mission is to make the Jets good. <laughs> As Steve Young's mission was yeah. to uh, try yeah. and make the USFL a success. It didn't work. <laughs> First order of business for Zach Wilson in Cleveland was signing helmets and footballs. How many signatures would you be able to do before you tapped out? I probably I'm gonna put a time limit on this. Yeah, for sure. I'd probably be able to go for, I don't know, three or four hours before I'm like, all right, I'm done. Oh man, that's a long time. Okay, yeah, I I don't know how long I'd go, but I did some math. It takes me three seconds to sign my name. Mm-hmm. Probably three to get to the next one. I could do six hundred in an hour, but if I have some wrist timeouts, I'm thinking five hundred in an hour. Okay. And I don't really want to sign more than five hundred. You're efficient. Things. You're very I, quick with that. Five hundred in an hour is a lot. I think I'm not going longer than an hour. I'm I'd, probably, I'd probably go three. Well, it hours. depends how much they're paying me. And therein lies no the interested. truth. Yeah, no one's in. And the truth is money, and it shall set you free we'll in signing be autographs at a Siegel Book and Tape in Lehigh this summer. <laughs> All right. Speaking of autographs from cool people, or at least shout outs, Jerem, 
How about uh, a French superstar shouting out Brandon Davies? Yeah, pretty awesome, right? Oh, let me, but before we go there, what is the next athletic facility renovation at BYU? In the spirit of an, a locker room upgrade, which is long overdue, what's the next one you'd like to see? Lavelle Edwards Stadium's locker room. That's got to be taken to the next level. Soon. Okay, okay. Yeah. If it's not the Lavelle Edwards Stadium locker room, it's got to be the press box suites. BYU needs to make that a little more bougie. You want to make money the way the sports are going. You want to treat your high-level paying customers and boosters the right way. Let's let's make that press box, specifically the suites, a little more bougie. I just with King, I wish King Solomon and Nephi had mentioned press boxes too. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Antoine Griezmann, uber famous French soccer player, plays for FC Barcelona. Tweeted in all caps: Brandon Davies. Yeah. Who's the most famous person who has tweeted at or about you? Oh, man. By the way, we don't – like, Brandon had a 22-8. and eight. Maybe he had a big dunk or something. But I still don't know why, you know, Antoine Griezmann tweeted that. Apparently, he's a big fan of Brandon Davies. Well, they both play for FC. Which is really so cool. they see each other. Okay, support, support yeah. across lines. Um, I don't know. I thought for, like, 30 minutes this morning about all of the tweets that I've had. a long time I, to think about it. Seriously. I was like, I don't think that long about literally Who's anything. the most famous person that's tweeted at me? And I went back to Doug Gottlieb, and then I was thinking... He retweeted you. Right, he retweeted me. Yeah. Robert Irvine. You know who Robert... Chef Robert Irvine? No. Okay, he's he's a star on the Food Network channel. He does uh, restaurant... He saves restaurants from going into the ground. Oh, did he do one with uh, Beast Mode? Marshawn Lynch, I I think think he did. Okay, yes. I I think I saw that one. Okay, Robert Irvine. Chef Robert Irvine tweeted at... Restaurant Impossible is the name of the show that he hosts on Food Network. He's great. He's hilarious. He tweeted at me when I just sent out a random tweet about his little breakfast bar, his crunch bar, and I was like, Robert Irvine! That's awesome! You know? A little self-promotion for him. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got that's got a few million followers. It's not that that was cool. Well, only you, people that followed, did he originally tweet, or did he just reply to you? Uh, he tweet, he quote tweeted my tweet oh, he quoted back okay. at me. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Uh, no one's done anything of note. Johnny Manziel once liked a tweet yeah. that I put out. And then I had a vine that went super viral when um, Mackenzie Morrison got elbowed in the face. BYU women's basketball. It got like 3 million views. <laughs> like SI and ESPN and everybody used it, which was kind of fun. But All right. I've always wanted to be famous and on TV. That would be great one day. Who's the crazy chef that yells at everybody on his TV show? Oh, I don't know, but he like dances Rams, on Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he dances on TikTok with his daughter now. So Robert Irvine <laughs> is a little more... Um, calm version of a, Gordon Ramsay. He doesn't. He doesn't Gordon curse, Ramsay. but he, he he gets in people's faces like that. Yeah, yeah. he's an, and he's also yoked. Nice. I mean, he's like the Marine Chef. Good for him. Uh huh. BYU baseball starts a series today against St. Mary's. How many games do you expect the Cougars to beat the Gales in in this series of three? Two of three. BYU's going to win the series. St. Mary's hasn't won a game in Provo in six years. I expect BYU to. Going. I expect BYU to sweep. St. Mary's is looking for uh, a serious win themselves. Looking at how BYU's played this year, hopefully BYU can play well. Cougars are certainly capable. They haven't quite shown it consistently. Let's go sweep the Gales. Keep them winless Thanks. in Provo for six years. Make it happen at least eight years because they're not coming back to Provo next year. Let's go. Coming up, are you more worried about Zach uh, Wilson being a Jet or excited he's going number two? And how will Zach Wilson address the NFL commissioner on stage and under the bright lights? A hand, shake, a hug, a dap. We address that critical issue in our draft night prop picks coming up next on BYU Sports Nation.
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The best of BYUSN is Saturdays, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on BYU Radio. Of course, it's on the podcast feed as well, featuring best conversations and interviews each week. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B on NFL Draft Day 2021, April 29th. It is time... Isn't it fun to just be like, hey, we have somebody, finally? Some people. And not just somebody. Some people. No, I'm talking first round. Where it's like, oh, it's not just like, eh, at some point we'll have one dude maybe. It's like, "Mm, we know exactly what pick he's going to be. Like, when do we actually know that? Never. This is crazy. Watch Zach Wilson not go as the number two pick tonight. I would be so happy. Oh, my goodness. What a shock. I would be so happy. For him. What a shock that would be. That would be amazing. It is time for our Zach Wilson Draft Day Prop Sorry. Picks. Presented by Bodyguards. Protection for a life worth living. Learn more at Bodyguards.com. Ben Bagley, join us for this fun, won't you? Yeah, we'll start here. He wouldn't tell us during the interview, so we're going to have you guys guess. What color will Zach Wilson's suit be? I'll go first here. I think it's going to be some shade of gray, probably, and has uh, a sheen element to it as well. Some oh, wow. Some flashy. Not sparkly, but just like kind of like that that sheen element. Like Zach, Zach's going to be in style in his Giorgio Armani uh, Char- suit. Charlie yeah. Sheen. Uh, I'm going black. Straight black. Primary color. Okay. Classic. Straight black. Classic look. He's not going all white or green. He's not that guy. Yeah. Nope. Can't look gray or black. <laughs> Johnson Tavernari went all white at the Y Awards, like a you know in 08 or something. It looked really nice. <laughs> but it's an aggressive move. You have to be able to pull it off. Yeah. All right, Ben. Number two. All right, next one. After his name's called, who will Zach Wilson hug first? I think Dad. Really? I think Dad will be first. I think Dad will just be, like, a little closer to him. And so it'll just be, like, seating arrangement. It'll be Dad and then Mom. I think if Zach doesn't hug his mom, Lisa, he'll never be forgiven for not hugging his mother. Oh, first? Yeah. Well, of course he'll hug her. Yeah. I, I think it, it's going to be Mom receives the hug first by necessity because it's his mom. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. All right, Kalani Sadaki, he'll be there, but will he shock the camera in the Zach Wilson green room? No. No. No, that's not That's not going to. It's not about Kalani. Like, and it, it's it, not about BYU even. Exactly. It's, it's yeah. about Kalani, I think, is going to try and remain as low-key as possible. Low-key? Nice. Yes. Next. All right, when he's drafted and on stage, will he... Two arm full, two arm full hug, Roger Goodell, or will it be a handshake, shoulder dap? I'm guessing they're not going to handshake in the pandemic quite yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if like it quickly turns to that. But I'm guessing at that point, it is just two hand hugs. It is weird, but everybody has to be vaccinated to be at the draft, so maybe they're like, "We're good, we're maybe, good, we can." Maybe hug. it is bro hug. Th- that's the thing, as I feel like it'll be the and hand then, clasp, the hand clasp. Yeah. Like almost like a five, and then you bring it in and hug with the left Wait, arm. The bro hug. Yeah, the bro the, uh, First yeah. part of the bro hug. Hand clasp yeah. hug, the bro hug. Okay, so I'm going with that. Yeah, Matt, yeah. vaccinated. If they're vaccinated, they should be good. All right. Yeah. Next. All right, how long will it take until the Jets have their pick is in moment at number two? Six minutes. <laughs> Let, they're just going to entertain a couple trade offers, maybe. <laughs> just make it interesting. They're not going to, like, put it in, like, one second in. I wish they did. I wish it was like, the draft now begins, and the Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Like, I wish that's what it was, but it's never. Needs to be a little bit of showmanship, some more sponsorships worked in. (laughs) 
So maybe by default they have to wait at least two minutes. I don't know. Well, technically, I, yeah, I don't think they do. I'd say five minutes. Yeah, I'm right around the same time you are. Not long. Definitely not the full time. I mean, if it takes it's like, the full time, then it it's like, like 12 minutes. What's like, happening? Like did they just get a trade off. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. If it's not quick, then something's going on. But why would you have a trade off that late in the game when you've had it months? You know what I mean? Well, I saw the movie Draft Day, and it clearly is reality. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the Saints, by the way, Jay Glazer is reporting that they're trying to climb into the top ten. They trying to get a quarterback? What do they want? What do they want? Next, if they draft a quarterback, that'd be bad. Last one, there are two long-standing NFL draft traditions. One is the commissioner gets booed when he comes on stage, and the other is Jet fans boo their first pick. (laughs) So, will ESPN show a shot of Jet fans booing the Zach Wilson pick? I say no, but you'll hear boos. I don't think they'll have the camera on someone who boos. That's my guess. Fireman Ed is the guy for the Jets, right, that has been at drafts for so that long. That sounds like a fireman's name. Right. I don't think he's going to be in Cleveland for one. So, no, I don't think that they will show Jets fans. And I said this earlier, because it's kind of a foregone conclusion and we've known for a long time, I think those emotions are kind of expended for Jets fans. It's like, all right, yeah, we know. Okay, on to the next. And there's been a lot of validation about Zach Wilson from a lot of media saying, oh, he's awesome. I think it's going to be like, hey, okay, yeah, let's go, Zach Wilson. Right, and having the second pick is different than like having the sixth pick and getting a tackle. You know what I mean? Yes, well, having the second pick is even worlds different than having the number one pick. It really is. Like, the Jets fans have dealt with so many bad number one picks overall. Hopefully this number two pick works out. Hopefully. Okay, coming up, who gets today's elite voice of the day? Plus our combined rise and shout-out on this historic day for BYU Athletics. This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Bodyguards, protection for a life worth living. BYU Sports Nation's rise and shout-out is presented by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. BYU Sports Station always available on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. Download the podcast and subscribe, review it, and rate it. If just watching the NFL draft and BYU baseball isn't enough, (laughs) we're doing our part to make it a little more fun. So we now present the BYU Sports Station Zach Wilson draft bingo board. We have sent the board out via the BYUSN Twitter account. If you'd like to download it and play along, we'll let's to, take we'll a look. Send that out. Also, yeah. a special thanks to Jacob Sorensen and Brandon Beals for the music as we all look together at this board. Okay, there's a lot to take in here. The headband, yes. Steve Young, yes. Coastal Carolina, dual threat, 18 for 18, John Beck, <laughs> arm angles, highest drafted BYU player, Patrick Mahone's comp, shoulder surgery, Broadway Zach, Aaron Rodgers comp. The Jets are the free space, yeah, obviously. That's the free space. Not a captain. We'll be right up. <laughs> he was a captain. Not a captain. Um, drove to California. Utah fan growing up. Pro day throw. Off platform. Weak schedule. Quote, unquote. Joe Montana comp. Swagger. Dad played at Utah. Pro style offense. Wall Street Wilson. Kalani Satake. Okay. Broadway Zach should probably qualify as the Wall Street Wilson square as well. Because those have been the two most prominent early nicknames from Jets fans. How about this? NFL Draft 2021, we've got a Zach Wilson bingo board. Yep, you can print it, play along at home. And when you get bingo, show us uh, what order you got it in. Tweet it back at us, hashtag BYUSN. We'd love to see it. And you win our respect. Yes, you have no prizes. I award you no points. (laughs) Our question of the day. Are you more excited about Zach Wilson being drafted number two overall or more worried 
about him being drafted by the New York Jets. Josh Bailey answers on Instagram. Excited. Big moment. Not just for BYU, but for all non-Power 5 schools. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. And, uh, you know, BYU Statsman just tweeted out a couple minutes ago, three minutes ago. Um, it's been 5,115 days since a BYU quarterback was taken, John Beck, in uh, 07. So it's been a minute. Think about this. Zach Wilson is going to be drafted, we think, feel very confident in this, higher than the Ohio State star, the Alabama star, well, higher than everyone else. And the Florida like star. Trevor Lawrence. All guys that finished higher than him in the Heisman Trophy race. It's not about, and Chris Sims is great about this. He's like, it's not even about stats, and it's not even about winning. He's like, it's about what that individual player can do. And do, did they have a good O-line? Like, did they have receivers that dropped ball? Like, he, he's given an evaluation where he thinks Zach Wilson's the best player you know, quarterback in yeah. the draft, which yep. is pretty gnarly. But think about Zach's journey, and it's going to be really fun tonight to see that culminate in this sure. moment, which I hope isn't the peak for him. Like, the peak for Jimmer Fredette in the NBA was when he was drafted. I, and then he's had a stellar, uh, you know, career outside the NBA. But I hope that there's more for Zach outside of tonight, but we will enjoy tonight. Yeah, I wish I could say the 24-point outburst that Jimmer had with the Kings in New York was his peak moment, but you're right. It's still the draft night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from Greg Rosenhan on Facebook. Quote, it's my 10-year anniversary today. Happy anniversary. And I told my wife we have to watch the first two picks of the NFL draft so I can watch Zach get drafted. I am stoked for Zach and all that he has accomplished. There are better situations for him, but he will make the most – of what he is given, end quote. And will the Jets with him? Uh, today's Rise shoutouts are presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Yeah, to Zach Wilson, the Wilsons, BYU football. You know, BYU, again, I'll say it again. BYU had to fire one of its beloved players, Ty Detmer, to get Zach Wilson. And here we are, you know, three and a half years later, and uh, he's going to be the number two pick in the draft. We man. all wanted to see the recruiting impact that Kalani Satake could have on BYU. He and his decision to fire Ty Detmer and go after Zach Wilson late in the game are the reason all this is happening. So how about that for a recruiting impact? Pretty awesome. Our thanks to today's guest, Zach Wilson. He's in Cleveland, baby. It's sorry, draft day. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. You weren't a first-round pick. We ran out of time. We Conversation time continues. Him, 20... We had time for him. We had like 28 seconds. <laughs> That's how much time we had for you. <laughs> For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Irvin Lee. We'll see you tonight for BYU Baseball on the BYU TV app at 8 Eastern. Go Cougs. Good luck, Zach.